Hey, and welcome to the first episode of the Sarah Lou podcast in 2020. This is a show all about online business, and I cover topics each week from sales to marketing to entrepreneurship, helping you to design a profitable business around the lifestyle you want and make money doing what you love. I'm Sarah from sarahlo.co and in today's episode, I'm so excited to talk about how to embrace discomfort and make 2020 your best year yet. Plus, in addition to today's episode, I have also created a How to Set Goals with Alignment workbook. It is designed to help you create your best year yet. And the best part, pun pun, it is for free. Now in this workbook, you will find questions that I personally use and apply into my business in terms of setting goals. As well, this is an exercise that I do with my clients just so that we know exactly where we are headed to. And if you want to get your hands on this workbook, I have left the link in the show notes. But to help you best maximize this workbook, I suggest you to listen to this episode first because here is why. Now, It is the new year, which also means many people, myself included, and maybe you, have created epic goals for the better, right? Which is amazing. But here is a truth bomb. Many people fail before they even give success a chance because of what I call the invisible barrier. And that is either of fear or limiting beliefs. Now, as a coach, I often work with people and here is something interesting I discovered a while back and that is some people are afraid of failure and some people are afraid of success. And here are two examples of what I mean between these two. So let's start with fear. For instance, maybe you're working nine to five and you decided that, okay, this year I want to take the leap to go full time into my business, but you're afraid to fail. And you might find yourself having inner voices in your head like, oh, what if I fail or don't make enough money to support my lifestyle, etc., etc. And if you're having this kind of thoughts, first of all, it is absolutely normal and also very likely a part of you um, believe you will fail before you even try and therefore you avoid making that leap or finding um, resistance towards making that leap. And let's move on to success on the other hand. So as much as you want to increase sales in your business, right, you might find yourself battling with thoughts like, who am I to earn this X amount of money? Or it feels wrong to increase my prices and making more money, etc. Now, either one, it pains me to see too many people giving up on their dreams because of fear or limiting beliefs, regardless of what that is. Because it is really preventing them from achieving what they truly desire and unlocking their potential to the fullest. Here is a reminder and also a phrase that I always remind my clients whenever they let their fears or limiting beliefs um, you know, stop them from moving forward. 
And that is, if you don't try, it will always be 0%. But if you try, you will win half the battle. And that is so, so, so powerful, right? So before we dive into today's episode, here is a challenge I have for you. And also a promise I want you to hold yourself accountable for, and that is this year. Don't let your fear or limiting beliefs kill your dreams before you even get started. All right, I'm really excited to dive into today's topic because it is one of the most common questions I get asked. I have got four steps today to help you embrace discomfort and making this year your best year yet. So starting with step number one, whatever goals that you want to achieve or a certain thing that you really want to make it happen, but you find yourself having some sort of resistance, I have a question for you that I want you to ask yourself first. Is this, whatever that is, coming from a place of fear or is it pure misalignment? And if you're thinking like, what are you talking about? Here is an easy way on how you can tell the difference um, between fear and misalignment. Now, when you think about the thing you want to do, I want you to tap into your emotions. And you can also think of it as tapping into your true intention or your intuition. Do you feel expanded or contracted? So let's dive into the feeling of being expanded first. So when you think about the thing you want to do and you feel expanded, right? You might find yourself sitting upright and having this gush of excitement to talk about it or even when you're thinking about it, your eyes light up and even though there is a little fear involved, you feel the sense of expansion, right? Like your chest is, you know, going forward and you're thinking like, oh my God, I can't wait to do this. And that is a sign of feeling expanded. Now on the flip side, let's talk about feeling contracted. So really similar when you think about the thing you want to, you might find yourself having a very strong resistance, having this lack of interest to to do it, and maybe feeling slightly heavy on the inside. You might find yourself like, oh, you know, like this little to no excitement kind of emotion, and even a sense of eekiness attached to it, whatever that is. So that is actually a contracted feeling. And that is your intuition telling you, no, it's misaligned to whatever that you want to do. Probably misaligned to your own integrity, your own values. That is just a pure misalignment. Now, on the other hand, if it's an expanded feeling, even though there is a little fear involved, go for it. It is a positive sign, all right? So whatever thing that you want to do, goals that you want to achieve, and you find yourself having this uh, resistance, like, is it my intuition telling me that, oh, it's not aligned for me? Or is it because of fear? What is it? This is the very first step that I first want you to distinguish because it's so important. I find this so important because it's not about what you think you should do or what you think you 
um, could do, but whether you want to do it or not, and why is it really important for you. So this is the very first step to distinguish. Now, here is step number two. I want you to identify the what, why, and where this fear or limiting belief is actually coming from. So I want you to answer this or journal out. What is your fear or limiting belief? So for instance, maybe you would say something along the lines of, or maybe, maybe this is something that you feel, right? I don't feel good enough. I don't feel experienced enough. And therefore, I don't think I am ready to do X, Y, Z, or I'm not smart enough, etc., etc. Okay. So once you have identified the what, let's move on to the why. And this is so, so, so important. Why do you think you have this fear or limiting belief? So this is a question that you should keep asking yourself until there is nothing really left for you to answer. So write down in detail of every reason you can think of. Then we discover where this fear or limiting belief is coming from. So what I really want you to do in terms of answering this question is to recollect your past memories or your past experiences. So I'm going to share with you two different examples of, you know, where do you think like this fear or limiting belief is coming from? One, it can be due to your own personal experience, uh, probably from your childhood, and maybe you did something and you felt this trauma or this anxiety around it, and you, you kind of like, oh, that was actually where it's coming from. So some of the common examples are maybe you might hear your parents say things like, you know, it's really hard to make money, like time is money, which is what my mom said to me, like, you know, the economy is bad, yada, yada, yada. And that is something that really ingrained into my head. And consciously, now that I think about it, um, it really contributed to the things that I do, especially when I first started my business, I felt that, oh, I need to work more hours so that I can make more money or I need to work more hours so that I can be successful, which is all a myth. Um, I don't believe in that anymore because who says you have to work extra hours in order to make more money? And, you know, this is just one of the examples. So this is what I meant by having your own personal experiences. Another way that you can have this limiting belief of fear ingrained in you could be the things that you hear from other people. Maybe strangers walking by and you hear something that, oh, you know, you really root it into your head. Or maybe movies that you watch, you know. So something that I, you know, share with my partner because he has a tiny bit of Russian blood. And I grew up watching movies with like, you know, Russians and they are usually like the bad guys or um, dealing with like, I don't know, some illegal stuff. And, you know, like this is just how the movies are being portrayed or at least the movies that I grew up watching. And I was like, huh, Russians, right? And then when I told this to my partner, he was just like, uh-uh. Like, it's not just Russian. I mean, it exists pretty much everywhere around the world. So this is just one of the personal experiences that I am sharing with you. So really think about where do you think this 
limiting belief of fear is coming from, okay? So once you have identified the what, why, and where, next, we are going to flip this fear or limiting belief of yours by rewriting a story almost. So if you were to click the link into my show notes, you can actually see uh, the kind of like, how do you call it? Like a swipe file, if you will. Do you just basically fill out the blanks? So here's an example of what I meant by you know, flipping your fear or limiting belief. So let's talk about receiving money as an example. Say that, you know, maybe I used to feel that nobody would pay me to work with me because I don't think I'm experienced enough, right? Plus, who am I to charge $3,000 for a web design project anyway? And now, here's the part where it's, you're flipping it. And now, I choose... I choose to price my services confidently based on what feels good to me because I have worked with other clients who praised upon my work and commitment and there are a lot of work, energy and time that goes into each and every one of my clients' project. There are infinite number of aligned clients out there who are able happy and willing to pay me even double to book a spot in my project calendar. This is what I meant by flipping it and rewriting your story. And you might realize that I ended off with a positive affirmations. Whatever that you're thinking, it actually creates your reality because you know, in terms of doing the actions, doing the things to making it happen for you, it all starts with your mind. If you feel that, oh, it's not possible for me, then it's like, it really reflects into the actions, right? You feel less um, motivated to do it. Moving on, here is a bonus question that I always ask my clients whenever they come up to me about their fears or limiting belief and I just want to give you this bonus question and that is what is the worst thing that could happen if you take action to make that change? So for example, a lot of my clients want to increase their sales and they fear rejection. A part of them believe that you know, they will be rejected and therefore avoid making, for instance, discovery calls with potential clients, right? So when I ask them this question, what is the worst thing that could happen if you take action on this? And you guessed it, it's just a no. They kind of like, huh, you're right. What is the worst thing that could happen anyway? It's just a no, you know, life moves on. Step number three, I want you to seek help. I don't know about you, but a few years back, I for one is that sort of person who will refuse to ask for help because one, of my ego, and I also felt like asking for help is a sign of weakness, um, so that contributed a lot into that as well. Until I met my partner um, a few years ago and he taught me one of the greatest life lessons that literally changed the way that I think about seeking help. And that is asking for help isn't a sign of weakness. It is a sign of strength because you have the courage to ask and it is absolutely safe for us to not know 
every single thing. That literally changed my life in so many different levels. And I just can't be grateful and thankful enough, even up to today. And since then, I have opened up myself a lot more. And if you're a business owner yourself, or even to think about like, okay, you know, you want to start a business. I have witnessed the power of coaching and it's not just me who felt this way. One of my clients, Molly from Moya Studio, she said to me, you know, like before we worked together, her business was at a very interesting crossroads and she felt that she had got to a point where she needed outside um, support and guidance and, you know, comes with every business owner. We are so protective of our business right? Because it's our baby almost. And she decided to take that leap, even though she's always happy to work independently. She knew that deep down, if she really wanted to take her business further, that's the moment she knew she needed to do things that she has never done before. And in just three months after working together, her business revenue dabbled and has been really consistent since then so when she said to me you know like this is something that I could have not imagined would happen in such a short space of time I'm just so freaking happy it just makes my heart sing so much and I'm just really proud of all of my clients wins um, and, and that is just a beautiful transformation and very fulfilling to me long story short seeking help is only the beginning therefore it leads me to my next step i would say this is the most 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 crucial part there is zero shortcut for the step and here is what i mean taking action now in the previous step we discovered seeking help, right? However, nothing changes if nothing changes, which means if you don't take action and do something different, then you will always be at the same place. Nobody is here to build your business for you. You are the creator of your reality. Say you want to go to the gym because you want to lose weight. If you're not physically taking the action, promising yourself, taking a commitment to go to the gym, you're not going to see yourself losing weight in a healthy manner, right? So it's the same thing when it goes to your business. Climbing up to the next level, achieving amazing things in your business, having amazing breakthroughs in your business, you have got to take action. So here are the four steps to help you embrace discomfort. If you're struggling with starting or growing your online business, I can help you in my one-on-one custom strategy coaching, which is my brand new offering in 2020. If you want to know more details about it, head over to seralo.co slash coaching to find out more. That is S-E-R-A-L-O dot C-O slash coaching. In there, you'll find three laser-focused packages depending on the goals of your business, you know, from launching to content and sales marketing to getting consistent clients and income. There are three laser-focused packages. And on top of that, you will have private access to me and so, so much more. So my love, if you found this episode helpful, I want you to share the podcast or tell a friend about it. For all the resources and links mentioned in this episode, including the workbook, remember to head over to the show notes. And before I go, thank you so much for listening because there are literally hundreds of 
thousands of podcasts out there and you have chosen to make time to listen to mine and that means a lot to me so thank you thank you thank you so much and have an amazing week ahead of you and i'll chat with you in the next episode